my table podcast. I am your host, Nicole Davis, and I have four. Is it four of us on here or three? I have three other beautiful black women farm owners on the podcast today. We have Jesse Williams, we have Lysandra Everett, and we have our final member of High Cast. And she's going to introduce herself to you good people, Sierra Haynes. Welcome, Sierra. Hi. All right, Sierra, so tell us about your business, tell us where you're located, and give us the best piece of advice that you were given when starting your practice or that you were given in business. Okay, so my name is Sierra Haynes. I am originally from Houston, Texas. Um, Last year, my family and I moved to Mansfield, which is a suburb of the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. So now I'm in Mansfield, Texas. Um, And the best piece of advice, I don't necessarily know if it's the best piece of advice, but I I guess it is because it always comes to mind. Um, You know, as accountants, we, if if I'm being honest, like we have the ability, especially during tax preparation, to not put things or to put things that don't necessarily belong on a tax return. Um, and it, you know, it's a, it's a question of ethics and the best piece of advice that I was given, um, by my friend, who's also a CPA is to always operate with integrity. Um, and I think that not just necessarily on tax prep, but in just all aspects of business, just operating, um, with integrity. And and I, I promise you, like, I can hear her voice. It always comes up once a year. There's something that happens where I can hear her voice saying, always operate with integrity. God blesses those who operate with integrity. So that is the biggest piece of advice that I was given that I always feel like I, I always hear it in my head at least once a year, something happens where I, where I hear that in my head. Okay, that was good advice. I like it. And we just had Barbara Richardson join us. Hey, Barbara. Hello. All right, so we're going to get into our topic for today. And today we're talking about our year in review. We're going to discuss some wins, some losses, and whatever else comes across the table. So, Lysandra, we feel that you are our resident tech expert. You had an amazing year. Tell us more about your wins and losses in 2023. Yeah, 2023 was a character building year for me. We'll call it that. <laughs> That's the best thing I can say to describe 2023. So um, for my wins, um, I started uh, my solo 401k plan. I'm very excited about that. Yes. Um, I completed the Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Business Program. I completed my first year as president of Virginia Society of Enrolled Agents, and I still have all of my hair. Um, I sat for the USTCP exam, which was probably one of the hardest things I've ever done. There's There's like labor. And this is coming a close second, I'm telling you. Um, I also uh, started ETS Tax Institute to offer continuing yes. education to other tax professionals. So those were, nice. yeah, so it was a lot. You did a lot this year. Oh my goodness. None of you are rattling it off. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like y'all are, are some of the hardest working women I know. 
I feel so lazy listening to her. (laughs) (laughs) I am not sitting on that couch. (laughs) (laughs) Right, she just did. She did a lot this year. Oh wow, Alessandra. Oh yeah. wow. Congratulations. So, and you got it all done with Grace. Like no one yeah. would have ever known that it was a character building year for you. Yeah, definitely <laughs> a character building year, man. Um, and then for losses, um, this was the year I discovered um I made mistakes on people's returns, but it was a consistent mistake. So I was like, mm. okay, lesson learned. You know, we put the um we put the controls in place to not do that again. So it was, that's why I was like, yeah, this is definitely character building, um, mainly because, you know, we talk about operating in excellence and we talk about that in the mode of successes, but, you know, we also have to operate in excellence when we have our failures. And so um, as much as, you know, as I talk to colleagues about, you know, the errors that were made, it, you know, there are a lot, there were a lot of people that asked me basically, how can you make this the client's fault? I'm like, you know what? This was not the client's fault. This was my fault. And I right. accept that and take whatever comes with that. If right. they, you know, if they choose to leave and go somewhere else, I totally understand that. But right. what they won't be able to do is say that I did not fix it, that I did not, like Sierra said, operate in integrity. Right. You, you can say I made a mistake. I'm cool with right. that. But you won't be able to say that I did not operate in integrity in handling the issue. So, right. um, even though, you know, and it cost me some money, right? But money is replaceable, but your reputation really isn't. Like once you really- I'm snapping on that. Yeah, once you damage your reputation, it's really hard to recover from that. So yeah, Um, so with 2023, as as y'all can see, the laundry list of things, I didn't get to have much fun in 2023. I was working. So in 2024 about having fun, like what is your, yes, your word or your your phrase going into 2024? Yeah, my word for 2024 is joy. Yes, I love it. Okay. I have worked my butt off for the last seven years, January 30th. Uh, 31st, sometimes I forget the date, will be eight years in business. And so now I'm really looking for joy. And I don't, you know, I learned all that I can, not everything, right? There's still the continuing education, but I've really um, put in the effort and stuff. I'm like, yeah, 2024 is more about joy. Yeah. All right. I like that that too. All right. So who, all right, so we're going to do a little little something differently. You're going to choose the next person to talk about their wins and losses so who do you who do you want to to speak next jesse jesse always happens but and i'm glad you picked me too because first i want to say lasandra i think that what you do and how you you know present yourself and the things you're striving to is very inspiring and it's something that i talk about a lot like when i brag about us when i mention you it's like you know, we don't have to do what each other do, but we can inspire to be better just a little bit more by watching what our peers are doing and just, you know, mm-hmm. saying to them, you know what, good job, I see you. And you inspired me to read a little bit more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to tell you that. Um, you. You're welcome. And so what's the question now? What are my wins? And, and yeah, your and, wins and, and your losses or whatever else you want to oh talk about. God. And then your word or phrase going into 2024 when so my my win this year was able to 
I like to always increase my monthly recurring income. And if we strip the tax money, the tax season, any tax plan, any little one-off projects, um, I always want to take my monthly recurring expense and match it to my monthly recurring income. And that has been my model for the entire year of this year. And I'm finally at a place where um, we are there. So starting January, we have chased, we've chased that goal all year this year. In January 2024, we will meet that goal when we collect for our recurring starting in January. So that is a win. And I, I must say that this happened from just, you know, keeping engaged with my clients and solving their problems and just making sure that they know that I'm here. Um, if anything, it doesn't even feel like tax. Like if you are paying me a monthly recurring fee, I am your financial business partner and I'm here to listen. So that's one of the wins that I had this year. Um, the lows for me was just trying to find my new rhythm. Um, we went through some changes in moving and, and even growing the business and just getting back to my old self, like getting up early, being excited to get up, um, the gym, the way I eat, just, just having my routine, I just haven't been able to get back to that. And I, I think I may need to talk to someone <laughs> that can help me get back to my healthier habits that I've had. Right. So those okay. are some of the lows that I had. And what is the word going into 2024? Um, I, I, <clears throat> I do have some very short-term goals I need to accomplish in 2024. So I'm just excited. That's the word going into 2024. I've, I've okay. never been so excited yet. Awesome. Okay. Excited. Okay. So when you say you need to talk to somebody, are you talking like a health coach, like someone to kind of keep you motivated and keep you on track with your, yeah. some of your fitness goals? Okay. Yeah. Like I have a fitness and wellness coach that, well, which really helps me with, with um, healthy habits, if you will, like meditating and just practicing little things that would just give you a little burst of chair and throughout the day and keep you grounded, even when you're upset to bring you back. To, to that happy Jesse that I would like to think I am. Got it. Okay. All right. So now it's your turn to kick it to somebody. I'm kicking you. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, oh, now, now I get to go dead last. <laughs> Good. I'm glad I'm not going last. All right. So for me this year, I would say we had, some, we had quite a few wins and we've had quite a few losses. I would say one of the biggest wins we had this year was that we, on our payroll team, we hired someone related to Jesse <laughs> to help us streamline a lot of our processes. And because of his help, we were able to pretty much take what was, was, what was once a very manual, tedious process to a very streamlined one and and in doing so we were able to help a good friend of mine off board about 30 or 40 of her payroll clients to us within about eight weeks we didn't keep all those clients but it's still a huge win for us because that was a tall task for my team to take on given the processes that we had in place so for us i think just having a payroll department be more efficient and run better was a significant win for us um, we've, I've also had a couple of speaking engagements this year, a lot more than I anticipated, which is 
not a bad thing, but I will say that I stretched myself a little too far. I overcommitted for one. And so I'm trying to be more strategic and more intentional about what, where I talk, what I talk about and where I go going into 2024. So for me, uh, my work, I'm going to come back to my losses. I want to get through my 2024 word first. So my 2024 word is disciplined aspirations. Because there's still a lot of things that I want to do, but I have to be more disciplined in how I go about achieving them. So that is my phrase going into 2024. Now, another big win. I just found out that, well, I didn't just find out, but I sort of did. I am a keynote at Scaling New Heights next year. It's like, it's huge because I'm going to be speaking in front of a lot of our industry friends and peers. And I'm super nervous. I always get nervous when I speak. Um, people say that's a good thing. I, I hope to channel that nervousness into something that people want to hear and can relate to and resonate with. And then for my loss, Nicole, I was, yes. I'm going to let you finish as Kanye once said. <laughs> as we <laughs> some award shows. But no, we cannot go past that. Yeah, I'm gonna let uh, you finish because <laughs> that is amazing. Because to, to get that stage is, I mean, just is it a testament to the amount of work that you've put in, the way that the industry receives and respects you? Because a lot of times at our at our major conferences, the keynote speakers oftentimes are not even in this industry. So congratulations. Mm. Yes. I am just absolutely just honored to even be able to say, hey, that's my girl. It's funny because I I thought about when they announced it, I was like, wait, I didn't even tell my girls yet. Dang, it's just out in the public like this. I've been going Mm. so much in December. I haven't had time. The only thing I had time to do is eat, sleep. And poop. Okay. It's just been a crazy. (laughs) What stretching did. I'm just saying, like. You may feel like you stress your, you stretch yourself and maybe a little lesson learned, but nothing happens um, out of being in your comfort zone, right? So you may have stretched and exhausted yeah. yourself a little bit, but here we are. And the same with, we could say for Lasagna as well. Like it's been tough, yes. but when, when she gets those results right. next it's year, I'm just saying. Right. So it's, we're, we're in the presence of excellence. Shut up, girl. <laughs> hey, no, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for my loss, I would say, so we hired a tech team lead. You know, my team is my team is built with team leads. So I have an accounting team lead, a payroll team lead, and a tech team lead. So we hired someone that I thought was going to be very promising. However, it didn't work out. So um, he left in the summer, and then it pulled me back into the technical side of taxes, which I absolutely do not like i like i like creating processes i like being i like creating the tools my team uses but i don't like doing the actual work anymore so that was kind of a loss for me and now i'm on a hunt for a new tax team lead so if anyone listens to this and you have the experience or you want to be a better um tax professional hit me up because we are looking and we are hiring for this position so yeah so that is my year in review and i am gonna kick it to barbara not me being last though with probably the least amount no, see, i was like, gonna be last because she hasn't <laughs> yes i'm gonna be last the new person oh, yeah. oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> introduction yes okay so 
oh my goodness, what were my wins? My wins were, um, this may not sound like a win, but um, typically, you know, in our industry, we're extremely busy January to March, but I uh, unfortunately had to have surgery in March. And to even be at a place and have worked my way to a place in my business where I could prioritize myself and my health without a second thought and schedule a somewhat major surgery in March, the thick of tax season, which also was going to require me, you know, to be out of work for six weeks. That is huge because I can remember in a not so distant past that that wouldn't have been, maybe it would have been possible, but I would have been too afraid to do it, or maybe it would not have been possible. But thankfully my business is structured such that uh, it's a business that I enjoy. Um, I have clients who are wonderful and I was able to disappear for six weeks in the thickest of our busy season time. And I think that's a testament to how you built your firm. Like there's, cause there are so many, like the, the top firms, even now they make their, they require, I'm not going to say make, they require their team members to work 50, 60, 90 exactly. hours. When someone said they work 90 hours a week, you know, when someone said part-time was 40 hours a week, I almost fell out my chair. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> We're not going to call any yes. names, but <laughs> I was like, hey, no way that I will work that schedule for anybody. So, yes, yeah, so yes. you being able to not only have the surgery in March, but also mm-hmm. take the six weeks off because that goes into the deadline dates. Yep. Speaks yeah. to I that. The, the not, only is it, not only can it be done, but it's achievable. Mm-hmm. But anybody, if you just choose to structure your firm a certain way, you build your firm your way and not based on what clients want or need. So I'm sorry mm-hmm. I interrupted you. Keep going. Oh, no, because you, you are going right into my second win. Um, she didn't mention it, but I will. Nicole and I launched a coaching program for bookkeepers. Very yes! <laughs> The Modern Bookkeepers is really all about um, helping people to understand that you can build a lifestyle firm. You don't have to work for your firm. Your firm can work for you. And if me disappearing for six weeks, I shouldn't say disappearing. If me being able to take off for six weeks worry-free at the crux of our season, that right there is a, test, is a testament to the fact that I, in fact, do have the firm that I have so desperately wanted to have that I didn't even know was possible because this, I think people are starting to be, have this conversation in our industry, but the talk of this industry is always grind and hustle and frustration and, and you know, client issues. And it's like we do a lot of trauma bonding. Y'all probably get tired of me saying that, but we do a lot of trauma bonding in this industry. And it's like, let's change the narrative. This is a very, it could be a very rewarding industry. It could be a very fun industry. It could be a very engaging industry. It doesn't have to be one that imprison you. Right. And we wake right. up and we create these firms and and you don't even like the business you created. Like, how crazy is that? But I digress. So, yes, the modern bookkeeper. Yes, that was when. <laughs> Listen, um, and it's the bond program. We have one of our oh, students here, Jesse. Oh, <laughs> 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 and I so myself. <laughs> no, Listen, it's not easy for me to impress myself. I, I don't, I don't me, okay, I just don't. I don't. It's, I don't care. Like I could have probably gone to the moon, and I'd be like, okay, so what's next? Right, but y'all. I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> we did that. Yeah, and then another. 
um, which speaks to relationships as well, because this was a great opportunity that um, initially presented itself out of relationship is I was able to uh, secure a speaking spot with the premier CPA organization. Okay. (laughs) That is huge. Okay. To make that leap to like, Hey, go get on our national industry stage. Right. So, um, again, just the beauty of the relationship and and being in position and and doing good work, having good reputation, having quality relationships, all of that. Um, and also I have, um, been, um, invited to speak again at this year's uh, upcoming. Yes. So, my losses are, um, I mean, there's always losses, right? So I, I did have to disengage for, from a, some clients. Um, and I do call that a loss because I went back on something that I'm, I'm known for standing up for. And that is y'all don't keep clients in your, don't keep clients in your firm that just don't fit and don't mm. keep trying to make adjustments to make them fit. Um, I accepted some clients that I knew didn't fit and true enough, <laughs> that becomes very cancerous, uh, very fast. And so those relationships didn't work out. And that was just really unnecessary because I'm not even really sure, you know, kind of like how the taste that's left in their mouth after the relationship had to dissolve, because honestly, it was just a waste of time. I knew right. they didn't know, but I knew that they weren't a good right. fit and I really shouldn't have never accepted them. So it's much better to pass on, you know, clients to your referral network or just say no to the engagement. Um, I don't care if they come from your, your best A star client, you know, so you think you're, you know, well, my best client sent this person to me. So I really want to take care of them. No, your client doesn't run your business. You do. Right. right? So, yes. um, and your client and all their great, well intentions, you know, they just know you do good work right. for them right? and they want to refer people to you and that's fair. And you appreciate that. But if the, if the referrals don't fit, don't make them fit. It's just mm-hmm. probably not That's turn out a, a word Agreed. right there. <laughs> yes. I don't have a word yet. Um, well, That's maybe okay. I do. My word, well, because well, I'm going to come back to this another day, but business related, y'all know my word. My word is client experience. I'm yes. literally all about leveling up the client experience. Yes. So, um, that is my focus. I'm tunnel vision beyond growth, beyond numbers, beyond all of that. I just have this instinct that the revenue and the growth and all that is going to follow <laughs> the client experience, yes, right? So for me, 100%. that's where I am for 2024 as it relates to my firm. And then I'm going to kick it to the beautiful Sierra. Sierra, hey. Girl, hey. Um, so when process and procedures, and this is so hard for me because I'm not um it, let me say this, it was hard for me. It was hard, but I feel like the past two years I actually put in the work, right? To sit down and really not only think about what my process and procedures are for existing clients and onboarding new clients, but really sitting down and putting pen to paper and mapping out what it looks like. Um, 
and sticking to it. I, going back to what you said, Barbara, like sometimes we get these clients and they don't want to operate within our boundaries. And so we make adjustments. And this year I did not make adjustments. Mm -hmm. This is the process. This is the procedure. And this is what we're going to do. Um, and, it, and it helped me um, stay focused because I, I actually have ADHD. And so having something that I can like look at and stick to definitely has helped me just overall, like clarity in my business. Having process and procedures was huge. Um, finding my voice. So going back to what you said, Barbara, whenever you were um, talking about like not taking on certain clients or disengaging from certain clients, like I feel like this year I found my voice. And I, I think for anyone new to this industry, um, you know, whenever you're new, you're like, okay, I have to deal with this or I have to accept this behavior or whatever the case may be, like you sometimes feel like you have to bend to the client and all of you ladies are veterans. Like whenever you've been in this business long enough, you're like, I think you get to that place where you're comfortable, like saying, yes, no, I don't think this relationship is going to work. I feel like this was the first year where I did that. Um, turn down clients. Um, I, I hate to say fired, but let a client know, like, I don't think that this relationship is working for either of us. So really getting comfortable with myself to say, this does not make me feel good. And I don't, I don't want to do it anymore. Um, and I think with both of those, like the biggest thing, just not even in business, but in my life, I feel like I experienced like peace, real mm. peace this right. year. Um, you know, we moved from Houston, we had a new baby, mm -hmm. all those things last year in the year. So 22 and 21, right. We're crazy. And then right. 2023 came in and I was like, okay, this feels good. Life feels good right now. Um, so that was, those were my three wins. Okay. Um, my nice. biggest loss and I hate to be that person be like, it's a loss, but it's not really a loss, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but unfortunately, relationships, some relationships did not make it to the end of 2023. And I mean, personal, not just business relationships, I right. mean, personal relationships, right? Um, you know, everyone is not meant, and I, and I hate to say this as if I'm excelling and they're not, right? But like, we all are humans, you know, we all, we all have different paths in life. And someone that you started with in fifth grade, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. might not be able to see you into your 40s. Right. And, and that was a, that was a big loss, because it, it was a, they were good friends, right? Like they were great friends, but they just aren't making it to the next year. So Got it. Wait, that I was think, a loss. It, it, I think from a relationship standpoint, it feels like a loss. I was reading someone's Facebook post yesterday. Her name is Brittany Brown. She's an accounting salon. She has a pretty sizable firm. And I think it's Utah that she runs with her husband and her, her team. And she was talking about this exact same thing except mm -hmm. she said she had to cut off her parents oh. 
And I was like, that gutted me. I was like, and she said she struggled to do that, but she found it that she found peace and Mm -hmm. joy and happiness again by making that hard decision after what, 40 some years? Wow. And I was like, wow. And I think that's just that I think 2024 is about finding like what Lissandra says finding what brings you joy doing what brings you joy if it doesn't bring you joy like let it go cut it loose turn your back on it and walk away period yeah 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 and do more said everybody that come with you can't go with you exactly I I believe it yeah and y'all know I have this thing where I often talk about the messy middle there mm. is mess in that middle as well when you have to break away from relationships because yes. yes, even if you need to break away, even if that's what's best, there still may be a time period where you mourn um, mm-hmm. what used to be, what you thought it was, you know, what you had hoped it to be. So it's okay, but mm-hmm. I just want to let you know, just because it's hurting and feeling uncomfortable in that middle, keep going. Yeah, <laughs> right. Your joy is on the other side of any relationship in any capacity that's mm-hmm. not working for you. Right. Yes. And my word, I promise I'm not, I'm not copying you, Nicole, but when you said this, I chuckled. Um, my word for 2024 is discipline. Mm. I feel like 2023, my husband and I talk about this, like 2023, we were, you know, it was great. We were enjoying life, but we, we weren't disciplined. Like I didn't gain some weight. Um, you know, I was, I was living good over here. I was just enjoying life. Like, but now it's like, okay, Sierra, you have to get back. Like you need to be cooking every day. Like going, y'all look, we moved from the country. Every day. Oh, you got DoorDash now? I got DoorDash. (laughs) I did not have DoorDash in the country. Okay. So just discipline, um, you know, setting a routine and being and sticking to it for 2024. Um, I know Barbara and Jesse have talked about this, the the 12 week year. Mm -hmm. So I'm probably going to try to get in on that, like setting goals, right? Like, so the thing I'm actually- You're not trying to (laughs) set goals? and accomplishing them so routine and discipline those are my one word yeah okay. yes they are one word it's hyphenated right I um, like it. <laughs> for 2024 all right all right so this was a good episode y'all but wait, I got to tell y'all something. Okay. We had a conversation. I want to say, you know, our time is a blur about a week back, week or mm-hmm. so back, just about being in the company of people who are doing things. Like mm-hmm. you have, you know, so many people who are, who, who are, who are jealous, like that closet jealousy, but mm-hmm. you really so I was listening to Cat Williams. I think it was Print uh, Pimp Chronicles, and I so thought about y'all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he was like, "You have to get people around you who are doing things." He's like, "If you was selling weed in 1993 and you ain't moved on to crack cocaine, what is you really doing?" <laughs> 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 but I. But I was laughing, but I really just thought about um, about our company 
and that, you know, we are in the company of people who are doing things. You're doing things in your own way. You're doing things at your own pace, but the fact is that you're moving. And I think that's the part that's important is that you're moving and you're not looking up, you know, this year and looking at last year and you really are in the same spot. Mm. So um, I think that Look is. Y'all bringing all the words today. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Everyone's but... mic is on. You know, and so even even in our times of stillness, because being still and you know and not moving are two different things. Sometimes you have to be still in order to get the guidance that you need to move forward. So I'm talking about that stagnation, like you're not trying to do anything. That is not, that's not healthy for anybody, right? It's really getting more of what you desire and making the life that you want. So I'm excited to be in you ladies company continually. And I love each and every one of you because y'all, y'all be forever doing great. (laughs) all right so does anyone have any last words before we wrap up this episode yeah yes oh like jesse always got something to say go (laughs) i i think we we didn't um talk enough about the morning bookkeeper in my opinion and i just want to see that (laughs) You know, although you guys um, kept it close to the chest and planning, that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> and, and we do that sometimes because we don't need to explain and defend our ideas, right? But right. I think it, it was good. And someone who have been doing this by myself, obviously not totally by myself, but for seven years now, um, it was good to do this and it reminded me of going, getting back to basics. We, we've come far in things and we forget the little things that we need to have. The, the foundation may not be as firm as we may think it is. And it, you know, you realize that you have holes in your business that you may not went back to. And, and that's true of pretty much everything with marketing, um, just one-on-one taxes, like just knowing what our earned credit is and who qualifies. We may not work with those clients anymore per se but I'm just saying it's good to go back to basics and that's what Monica Kipa did for me um, so it is good for people who are starting out and it's also good for people who just want a refresher to make sure that they covered everything so I just wanted to say that I'm very proud of you guys and thank you you know it was it was a good experience and I met some lovely ladies and a gentleman so it was um it was a good time and you guys should definitely check it out if you know if you know anyone that's looking definitely we'll take that plug thank you this episode <laughs> was sponsored by the modern bookkeeper <laughs> oh god tell her to bring you your 1099 jesse <laughs> i just want a t-shirt and the compensation not just the 1099 <laughs> i want i want t-shirts and swag <laughs> Oh, yes, indeed. All right. So this wraps up our episode of High Table for the first episode of High Table in 2024. You can catch us again next month. We will post episodes the last Friday of each month through 
May, and then we'll take a break for the summer and we'll pick back up in August. So we're out. Thank you. Thank you. Are you still on here? Oh. <laughs>
I was like, what was I recording at? He's still calling. Thank you.